Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time, so when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. So I uh, won't be long-winded. Like you only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I uh, really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever, there's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. That's right, guys. Welcome back to They Call Us The Breeze. Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra, live from the Tiger Cage. Every Thursday, whenever we feel like it. Uh, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today, and we're going to try for that. But uh, thank you very much uh, for listening out there. And make sure you're going out to Tiger Cage Media on YouTube and subscribing so that you can get notifications whenever we do come on live and any, any other shenanigans we might be up to. Uh, but, yeah, we are out here, episode 80. And, and, and I would like to mention that for every 1,000 of you that listen, there's probably 100,000 that aren't. So yep. tell your friends. Yeah, you went big on that one because I normally say you, for every for yeah, one exactly. of you out there I that's did. listening, there's 1,000 that aren't. But he's saying Compounding. for every 1,000 of you out there listening, there's 100,000. Thousand, I think the math adds up. Right, yeah, it's compounding right. interest. It's compounding interest. Yeah, it's any knucklehead will tell you that. All right, uh, guys. Well, welcome back to another edition of They Call Us the Breeze. Huge show for you tonight. I mean, we say that every time, but literally, I my, I couldn't wrap my head around everything that's going on this week. The show writes itself sometimes. Okay, so like, it's literally Tuesday afternoon, and I have half a show. Mm-hmm. And then oh, Tuesday happens, mm-hmm. and then Wednesday happens, and before you know it. You have way too much shit to cram into. It's it's just a thank God. Thank God we live in the world we live in. Yeah. It makes my job so much Sometimes easier. Sometimes you have too much. A little too much. And, and then, it, it, including that uh, cold intro there. Uh, that was the official, I don't know, what was that Instagram or was it TikTok or what did he do that on? I'm probably, I think his Instagram. Probably yeah. his Instagram. Tom? Yeah, so that was Tom Brady there in the cold open. Uh, that was him officially announcing his retirement. He's sitting on a beach somewhere, and it's funny. He goes, I don't want to be long-winded. And as soon as he says that, the wind starts blowing. And they get the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's God saying. But he's sitting there, yet, and he's clearly on a beach. Uh, I don't know if he's in Miami. Sources have said he's already moved out of Tampa Bay, so he could be in Miami somewhere. But it looks like somewhere in Tampa Bay that he's sitting on a beach. And I read a meme that was like, imagine casually walking your dog at 8.30 in the morning out on the sand, and you see Tom Brady retiring over by the dunes. What if, like, you see a dude and, like, in the back, and he's just like, "Is that Tom? Hey, Tom!" Just like, in the background retirement of his fucking video. All right, retirement video. Well, eh. retirement video, take three. Now, I hey, have a Tom. quick question about this video. Um, I'm going to allude to the fact that there was uh, airplane. Very, there was some flyover there. Audio, like, you can there was bear, some flyover um, there. Maybe uh, he's going to be a pilot. Maybe that's a little allusion to what he's going to be doing next. I'll tell you, you what. Know? It was a, an emotional video to watch, and you could tell he got pretty emotional. And, and, and like he said, he's like, I'm not going to get emotional. Blah, blah, blah. And, then, and then, of course, once he says, uh, thank you for letting me live out my dream. 
yeah. like you he just breaks like a small child and that's awesome man you gotta you gotta give it up to the goat and uh unfortunately like i said that was the announcement of his retirement uh there in the cold open uh, that was basically uh yesterday february 1st now apparently he, he retired last year on february 1st as well and you gotta wonder is this guy trying to steal the thunder from like the super bowl a lot of people said it's kind of rude to like keep retiring right before a Super Bowl because they're going to talk about it at the Super Bowl and you kind of steal the limelight a little bit. And, oh, he's done. But yeah. yeah. So if you guys listen back to, I think, not last episode, but the episode before that, we all made a bet between the three of us on what Brady is going to do. This was after they were eliminated uh, out of the playoffs. And uh, we all made a little bit of a wager. Uh, we put $5 on it. Dad said he was going to retire and start up his contract with Fox, probably Fox Sports, and do the commentator thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan said he'd probably stay right here in Tampa. I said he's either going to, and this is, of course, before Purdy was just way too obvious of a a good quarterback. That was weird. Uh, I was thinking San Francisco because that's his hometown, and and why not take it back to the motherland? And then also there was a lot of uh, talk about the uh, L.A. uh, Raiders. Uh, yeah, picking Vegas. Him up. Yeah, Vegas. Or yeah. Vegas Raiders. I apologize. Uh-huh. I know they moved. I always forget. I keep that's the Idiot. one yeah, team you know, I keep the, forgetting. The, the 49er and the, the the whole the whole San Mateo thing. Right. makes much more sense, but I don't think he's going to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, no. I think he's just going to the booth. We all made a $5 bet here. I'm guessing on Super Bowl Sunday when Fox comes on and if Gronkowski's still on set like he was Sunday, then he'll be on set too. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. One, yeah. It, it, he'll, they'll have both of them. He'll dress up in a nice suit and he's going to be there with Gronk and they're going to maybe they'll have him in a shot on the sidelines together and they'll no, be bullshitting out there. I'm sure they'll have Terry Brad. You know what's his name? Terry Brad. So you think that soon he's going to be? Gronk or yeah. yeah, Gronk was. Between All right. Well, Br- here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Right here, you can check out YouTube the video. Uh, our proof. Uh, I have my five dollars here. Ryan has his five dollars. It's time to pay the man. Dad said he'd retire. Here you go, bud. Boom. We'll leave it there just to make sure. That's right. It's on the table. And we pay our debts here. Look at that, man. I matched you on that. On they call us the breeze, we pay our debts. When we make a bet, we stick to it. And Dad was right. He retires. Boom. Well, I don't know. We'll find out. That'll stay right here well, so our buddy, yeah. our so buddy does Mayo. Does that mean next Mayo's football gonna, season Mayo's we might gonna, have to move that to your house? I know we've mentioned Mayo plenty of times. And by the way, Mayo and I do have another active bet. I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but we, have a, new, we have a new active bet. Again, we're reactivating the same bet from last year. Lightning are looking good. Bruins are looking good. We think we're both playoff bound. Obviously, I think we're going to probably play the Leafs in the first round. Bruins are going to play, I would say, maybe Carolina or something like that. And then if... Again, it's just it never it never happened last year. But if it happens this year, if the Bruins run into the Lightning for a playoff series, the loser between me and Mayo has to get the other tattooed on their on their arm or wherever. Well, did you do that last year? Too? We 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 wanted or to, the but they before? they didn't match up. They didn't match up. Right. So if they match up this year, the bet still stands. We're going out and getting a tattoo. Oh my gosh! So, but anyway, Mayo. The Boston's like the best still, right? They're oh, they're, they're, they're really top good. Of you the really do want to get that uh, Boston? I'm gonna tat? do it. It's a it's a gentleman's bet, and like I said, we pay our fucking debts here. Uh, but either way, uh, Mayo, <laughs> like we've said in the past, hugest Brady fan. So yesterday, I was like, all right, 
I texted Ryan 9 a.m. I said, oh, that's it. Brady just retired. And Ryan's like, oh, shit. Someone should check on Mayo. I was like, Mayo's the one who fucking told me. He texted me at 822 in the morning before I was even awake. I probably woke up about 845. Does he live with his parents? No, he lives there? with his brother in an apartment over across the street from. Well, I'm not going to say. But, yeah, he lives very close, um, but in an apartment with his brother. And because uh, he's a little younger than Ryan and I. Um, What's he do like other than work there? I mean, he plays a lot of sports and oh, you know, he does? yeah, he plays tennis once a week against like random competitors and stuff. Oh, like yeah, he's, he's very competitive. League. He's a very competitive guy and he's skilled and he's talented. But either way, how big is he? <laughs> doesn't matter. Mayo. The, the point is, you want to come on? Dad's going to ask you a lot yeah, of questions. The point buddy. is, uh, he, he's like, Brady's not done. Like we were all like, like he texted me at 822. He's like, fucking Brady retired and sent me the thing or whatever. And then. Later that day, we all work together. He shows up at three o'clock. We all show up at three o'clock, and he's just like whistling and stepping high. And he's like, "He's not done. Nope, he's not done. He's not really retired." I'm like, "Oh my god, someone needs to tell him." Yeah, I'm not gonna tell him. Well, someone needs oh, he's to tell. Done. He's done, man. I, I think he's done. He's he's done. done dude. He's, and then he, he sent just, me. He sent me a text it's today. Denial. You know, you're going through those uh, stages. There's stages. There's stages. Yeah. You're in denial. Grievance. There's first. There's first. There's shock. Then there's yeah. denial. depression. Then there's acceptance. Do you know how many, how many times we saw shots of him on the sidelines on the bench yeah. after a turnover or a pick or or just couldn't convert a third down? It was down, a tough season And he to would watch. just go down and sit down. Just look. And he just kind of sat stare. with his arms like this, just you know, stare and, he'd be and look, think. looking out at the field, and it's like He's there's no – He's thinking. There's Well, there's just no youth in that mind yeah. anymore. It ain't – you know when, when when he won the Super Bowl with the Buccaneers back in 2020, he was like a little kid. He Looking still at seemed, him was like a little kid. He doesn't look like couldn't a little handle kid. his liquor. You know, no, 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 no. He doesn't think no. I do. He looked like a little kid on a sandlot football yeah. field. You know, you're trying to beat all your buddies. We we're gonna the be season we saw you. the season and we saw this, this year, year where he didn't. Yeah. He looked like he was 45 and he looked his age. I'm Florida, sure. yeah. Tim, Florida yeah. just Florida just grabbed his Suck, ass. The just humidity just sucked the life out right of life. <laughs> Give him three years on the ground. Well, you stay in New England, dude. I, for one, am very excited to, to have him is. commentating. I think he's uh, he's a charismatic guy. I think uh, once I mean once he gets into that role, pretty hard. I mean, what dude? I can't like, wait to see. I, I, I mean, if he ups, takes this, big ups to how he announced it. He just like you know what? I'm gonna take my phone down to the fucking beach. I'm gonna sit by myself. I'm going to just say, hey, guys, from me to you, from from me to Mike Brechak, from me to Jeremy Brechak, from me to Dan Mayo, from me to so-and-so, this is literally my video to all of you individually. I'm not going to do press. I'm just, I'm just telling you straight up. I just had my morning coffee. I just woke up. Good morning, guys. I'm done. You blah, know blah, blah. what? A, I mean, big ups. I what a great way to announce that. It's going to be it's going to be great for Fox that um, he is. He's probably going to. Sorry, you're up next, buddy. Because uh, we already listen to Troy Aikman all the time, right? Yeah. And he's per, and, and Chris Collinsworth and Bromo is not so, bad either, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it's going to be interesting to see how he. Thinks. Oh, he'll break the game down so good. Yeah. Ryan, what do you got? Well, that and also uh, what he's going to do outside of the game of NFL for sure. Because if you think like how much he's put his like heart and soul and what he's done and now it's like okay now that, you like, can't Steve do a jobs vibe about yeah so it's it, like know? really what is he gonna do next whatever he's going to do next 
football aside, commentating aside, whatever he's going to do next, he's probably going to put 110% into that. So whether it's philanthropic or if it's like starting a company and like getting behind like a different thing or I'm anything. I'm a full-on like, rapist. Because football's yeah. only going to I'm a full-on rapist. So many weeks. So yeah. philanthropist. But yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I I actually like that that point because yeah, I mean if he if he decided to start a, a petting zoo franchise tomorrow, just don't invest go, in FTX. Football's what sixteen weeks plus the playoffs. Right? I mean, yeah, seventeen. The, the weeks. dude just has that moxie. Uh, like I said, 30, kind of like yeah, a Steve Jobs, he's gonna where do, he's, he's just stubborn and just get he's it stubborn. Done. He wants to get it done. He he's got that like like you said, kind of entrepreneurial uh, Shark Tank kind of like spirit about him and yeah. i can't wait to see like you said what or happens maybe he'll just get outside of football crack and end up in a ditch <laughs> or he just does a lot of crack cocaine and hawk all of his super bowl <laughs> rings and well, you got that's three, florida that's you miami got, you got 17 <laughs> games then you got three preseason games that's 20 and then you probably got three weeks of playoffs and then the super bowl so right. that's are you part of the NFL? Less than twenty five, and you schedule? got fifty two weeks in a year. Yeah, so you're off. So half what's the time, he going to do with the rest of his time? Fish. You know, it's like, and you don't have to do much in between weeks. You know what I mean? Build a business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, guys, that's our Brady uh, retirement announcement. I know everybody did one, and we're a media group, so no different. We had to do our little uh, send off to Brady, and we appreciate you, man. And you know what? We're going to be loyal Bucks fans next year and the years coming. Absolutely, we're going to stick with it. I still have my goddamn suck up jersey. We're still, still doing got this my shit. Uh, press credential. That's right. Oh, yeah. And you just got your new creamsicle uh, Derek Brooks jersey anyway that mom got you. So I mean, we're still in it to win it. We the core crew is staying. Oh, I mean, we still have yeah. everybody almost under contract. Yeah. Evan fucking I don't know about Julio but you know uh, Tristan Wirfs uh, basically most of our offense is still who intact. knows maybe that Trask that we got I know from suck Florida up is still Gators, be there. you know might turn into a, I think Trask is going to be the, the good one but anyway we'll get into that guys uh, stay tuned for next season and we just we love you Brady wherever you go man I know you're not going to live here anymore uh, I'll I'll gladly take if you're not going to do anything with your house I guess I'll take it I guess I'll take I'll it. just take that from you and I'll take care of it and uh, I'll give it a nice nice warm bed to sleep in uh, but yeah I have to not to brag but I did very very well last week on our first installment of a, a new segment that Ryan introduced called tune in tune out now we focus on a specific band we did the Beatles last week the whole point of the game is to talk about or uh, basically guess the name of the song within like a note or two. And of course I swept all of it except for I fumbled a little bit with Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I think I thought it was going to be uh, strawberry fields. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait, and, and you there get, was a little bit of a hiccup you get, there. You yeah. Gave me you that. Awesome, Ryan gave me this. Uh, and I was like, Oh shit, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. So that was the one I like kind of fumbled on at first. It was hilarious when he picked penny lane. Cause it just opens up with, Penny Lane, there is a bar. And we're just like, that negates the whole point of the fucking <laughs> yeah. game. That was about uh, the third one, right? Yeah, it was. Twist a, and shout. He did, it, he did it real, real, real easy for us. But sometimes a, you got to take a breather, man. Got to go take a As a caveat, as a caveat, because I was so damn cocksure about how awesome I would be at Beatles Knowledge, I gave album titles and track listings for all of the songs, almost all of the songs. And I did a little back back end research just to see how correct I was on most of it. And if you guys would indulge me, uh, I'm just going to kind of go through Roll a little it. bit. Uh, so Norwegian Wood was the first track Ryan played. I said that that was going to be from Rubber Soul, Rubber Soul, and that would be around track three or four. It was from Rubber Soul. It was track two. All right. So we got close on that one. Um, I've got a feeling. Uh, I said it was off of Let It Be. And then I started to falter, and I go, kind of could have been a single, though, but I'm pretty sure it was off Let It Be. But I did not give a, a track number. 
so that that happened. Um, come together, Abbey Road. I said was track one. That was absolutely correct. Penny Lane. Obviously, we skipped right over that because we it was just hilarious. Uh, you've got to hide your love away. I said was from Help, and I said it was track three, and I was absolutely correct in that. Um, ding, hel- ding, 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 hello, ding, ding. right? I gotta, yeah. Let me get, give yourself a ding, ding. Give me, give myself. Give yourself. A ding, you want me to ding, ding, ding myself right here on the radio? Yeah, right there. Right, I'm gonna ding, ding myself. All right, we're ding, ding myself a little he bit. He ding donged himself, guys. Uh, so the next one was Hello Goodbye, and I said it was on Sergeant Pepper, and it was about track four. I was thinking of getting better, so that was my fault. It originally was a single, but Ryan held up the Magical Mystery Tour. It later was introduced as part of the soundtrack for the movie Magical Mystery Tour, but originally it was a single. So I was wrong on both of that. Uh, Please Please Me, the titular track, Please Please Me, track seven off the album, Please Please Me, I was correct. Um, ding, yeah, ding. Yeah, little ding, ding. Uh, All My Loving. Oh. I said that was off with the Beatles, and I said it was around track two or three. Uh, basically, I'm going to call myself correct because it is track three. Yeah, so you're going to give yourself that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's I said track two <laughs> or three, and it was track three. Oh, do um, we have do we have somebody dis- in disagreement? Well, now how many we, beers have you had uh, right now? Two or three? Two or three? Yep, that's what you tell every cop. Two. Uh, anyway, Obladi Oblada, I said was off the White Album, LP1, track four. I was correct on that. Rocky Raccoon, I said was off the White Album, LP2, track 13. I was incorrect on the LP. It was LP1, track 13. So, But I was still there, right on track 13. Come on, Rocky Raccoon. Uh, Twist and Shout, we heard that immediately, and I said that is absolutely the end of the album. Please, please me. That is track 14. I was correct on that one. Um rubber soul a girl is there anybody going so i said that was rubber soul and i said that'd be around track five or six well i was a little off on the track number that was track nine uh get back um off of let it be i said it was track one totally wrong the first track of let it let it be is uh what is that it's um two of us two of us riding yeah, 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 yeah. this is the last track so i guess i mean bookends that's i was a, thinking yeah, book that, was, that was the song so, in i am sam right yeah two of us that's the first track on let it be this Good is job, the last man. track was get it back get back and that's track 12 um like i said i fumbled over lucy in the sky uh but i said it was sergeant pepper and i said it was track four or eight i was wrong it was track three but it was still Sergeant Pepper. Uh, back in the USSR, which we only heard the jet noise, which Dad laughed at, but it was the, of course, White Album LP1, track one, which I was correct. Uh, Nowhere Man off of Rubber Soul. He's a real Nowhere Man. Wait, we can't do it. We yeah, can't we do can. it. Oh, we'll get into that too. But yeah, so Rubber Soul, Nowhere Man, Rubber Soul, I said was around five or six. It's actually track four, so just one below. Uh, yesterday, I said it was a single. I was sorely mistaken. That's on help, and that is track 13. Um, please, Mr. Postman, I said was uh, off with the Beatles, which was correct, but I said it was track two, and it's actually track seven. Uh, getting better, Sergeant Pepper. Who I said track many? eight, but again, that was four. Oh, he just went. There's 29 tracks. Anna, go to him. I, 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 I insisted Anna, go to him was track five, and it's actually track three off of Please Please Me. I'm only sleeping, I said, was off of Rubber Soul, and I didn't give a track number, and that was incorrect all the way because it was off of Revolver, and it was track three, 
And then uh, Here, There, and Everywhere, I said was off of Revolver. Track four or five, it was indeed track five. And then, of course, Ryan plays I Saw Her Standing There, which everyone knows is the very first track on the very first album, Please Please Me. So we got that correct. And uh, yeah, that was basically the big summary from my... uh... Now, it's funny. uh, For those of you out there that uh, wait heavily on the YouTube video to come out around midnight uh, Monday morning... Uh, it didn't come out. Data, I got it kicked back at me two different times. Mm. YouTube, anytime we've ever done copyright stuff, okay? So I, did Larry talk like, to you about no, this? this? There was I, an. I, hold on, I, I got a I minute. I got a minute to wrap saying. this up. I got a minute to wrap this up. So when Ryan and I pretended that we bought the the rights to Bruce Springsteen's catalog when they announced that he sold his catalog, we said that we Way bought back it, in the beginning. and we were we were playing all of his yeah. songs for intros. They they flagged us for copyright material which means that you just can't have advertisements on this specific video. You can't monetize on this specific video. Every other video on your channel is fine, but this video, we won't, if you're popular enough to where we put ads in front of it, this video will not have ads in front of it because they're suspect flagged. This is the first time this has happened where we literally got blocked for copyright. Oh, yeah. And they give you a description. Our our show, are you just, are you, are you, are, trying to be funny or no this, this is real why life. would i why would i bring it up Who, youtube is, youtube blocked us last week during the beatles segment because and they give you a description of the offensive content mm-hmm. and who it's registered to and blah 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 and the first one up when i sent the video in and got blocked it was anna go to him because i sang that and i sang it perfectly beautifully over top of that song. I was so syncopated and amazing. And you won't get to hear it out there in Listener Land because I've had to cut it out. Actually, you can hear the MP3. Yeah, go listen to wherever you get the actual podcast, Spotify, iTunes. You can still hear it out there. But I sang that song so perfectly that YouTube thought it was the original track and blocked us for copyright. So then I cut that out. I edit that little part out of the video. I resubmit the video. Well, we also trailed off the segment. Can I ask you a question? With I've got a feeling, and and Ryan tried to cut it off early so that we wouldn't, and I made him play it longer, and then we got kicked kicked for that the second time around. It's the same thing when you're in grade school. Three attempts. You jump off. Do you think there's people listening, or it's AI? Picks it. Oh, oh it AI. just uses a, a waveform. Like artificial use, intelligence. Yeah, yeah, you know, AI, picks it up. No, we'll I get mean, into that next episode. We have a lot to talk program about. Yeah, and we'll talk about into that. Their program that I wanna, us out. Ryan wants to do an episode on AI. We're going to get into that next episode. We all need to do our after, own research so, yeah. and come to the table with but, well, I, just, I mean, I'm just hearing about that stuff, so I, hear I don't you. know. I hear you. Plenty of opportunity to do some research. Let's go. All right, guys. But Well, speaking of plenty of time, we're going to get out of here real quick. Take a quick little commercial break. Pay the sponsors, uh, go throw a dart or two, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We got celebrity birthdays coming up got next. Got plenty coming. All right, guys, don't don't go anywhere. We'll see you. Bye bye. Well, hey guys, welcome back. This is They Call Us The Breeze. Bravo, Romeo, Echo. I'm, I can't read the card here. Guys, this is They Call Us The Breeze. Scrap Bravo, it. Romeo, Echo, Sierra, live from the Tiger Cage. Wow. 
every Thursday, two thirty. New hot time, new hot bedtime of two thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's we've hey, been. When's the last I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this and knock on wood. But Who's we've that? been we've been Bones. very lucky with no neighbors doing any lawn maintenance because we are cutting in earlier in the afternoon now, mm-hmm. and I have heard plenty of afternoons or late evenings before we do the show. Actually, you know, now that I think about it, it's normally around five or five thirty, six o'clock, yeah, right before get we home. right before we shoot or roll, as as you would say, where they start like like three people start at their blowers. I'm like, well, goddamn it, I can hear this shit on all three of these microphones, and then they always cut mm-hmm. it off like like they know. Well, they're all rushing inside to watch the breeze, is what they're doing. Yeah, good, good question. Uh, this this brings up a very good question. How do we feel so far um, <clears throat> doing the show at two thirty? I like it. I like I like the earlier effort. Um, it, it leaves us. Well, with, uh, hang on, yeah, hang on. I didn't like waiting around. You didn't like. Well, I mean, to be fair, when we started this show, you used to work, true, so true, you would get true. home about five right, forty-five. Right. We would start at six thirty. That right. gave you like forty minutes to have a beer or two. Obviously, ladies and gentlemen out there listening, you've noticed Dad has been a little more uh, relaxed over these last uh, year because he. Doesn't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about tools. getting home at five forty-five. Metals. Uh, so yeah. So we metals. Metals. So we've had a lot of, of fun. Uh, but it is time, guys, for celebrity birthdays. Dad is actually only down fourteen points. He's been holding his water. I mean, you look like you've been holding well, water, he, buddy. He, he, he kind of looked like water, he um, put his foot on my head and pushed me underwater last week. Uh, yeah, a little bit. He tried this to drown you. This is baby. But he tried. He, no one swept in the last few weeks, and that's all that matters. And I just hope both teams have fun. But it's time, guys, for Celebrity Birthdays. So here we go. Let's go. Happy, happy birthday. This is your birthday. Happy your birthday. Yay. Happy fucking birthday. There is no birthday party here. Right, guys. It is Celebrity Birthdays. They call us the Breeze. Bravo, Romeo, Echo, Sierra, episode 80. Here on this, what, February 80. 2nd, Groundhog's Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, here on this February 2nd, Groundhog's Day? We'll be back what, tomorrow here on, on this, this February, February 2nd, 2nd Groundhog's, Groundhog's Day. Day. What, here, here on, on this, this February, February 2nd, 2nd Groundhog's Day? Day. Uh, but yeah, guys, here on this February 2nd Groundhog's Day, uh, we're going to do <laughs> celebrity birthdays. Now, we got shit celebrity birthdays this week, so we did the little split where I do half of them are from today where we shoot on Thursday, and half of them are going to be from Monday when the show actually comes out because Thursday was pretty slim pickings and not the guy you're thinking of dad ryan pickings the oil man yeah ryan avert your eyes pervert our first birthday she is born today here thursday the second of february her hips don't lie shakira shakira you know shakira merchandise she likes to use um what's the font called Papyrus, papyrus, and a lot of her uh, merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very happy birthday goes out to my hips don't lie, Miss Shakira. Now Ryan, or actually Ryan went last week, so Dad's gonna go first. Thirty-eight, thirty-eight, Dad. Thirty, right thirty, thirty-five, thirty-five, going even lower. Here we go. Thirty-five. No, 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 thirty-eight. Okay, sticking with thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Fine. Okay, you're getting people impi- sick right now, yeah. so <laughs> you gotta you gotta stick with it. Shaky cam. Thirty-eight. We're sticking. And that's my final answer. That's his final answer, Ryan. She's like forty-four. Ryan's closer. Forty-six. Happy birthday goes Ooh. out to Shakira. I didn't my think she was that old. I was gonna go. Oh, I better not fl- even sing it. I can't even sing Shakira. Yeah, your vocals are blocked. so much better that like. Oh, 
Shit's been around a while, huh? Now, YouTube, block me for that shit, because I want to know that that was perfect. Block us, bro. Yeah. Block us, yeah. bro. Hey, bet you won't block that, us. That, Give no, us a voice we not. can't do, that, bro. That, that wasn't quite Do perfect. you even block, bro? Anyway, next birthday we have up for you. She was married to Billy Joel, 1985 to 1994. She's a model. She's blonde. She's done plenty of commercials. Big teeth in this gal, but super pretty. I think she might have even been in... Is this Cheryl Teague's? Not Cheryl Teague's. Good, good guess though. She might. Have, Cl- she no. might have been in the vacation, but I'm not sure. But a very happy birthday goes out to Miss Christy Brinkley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know she's. Um, well, Ryan's up first. My age, gotta be sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. And I'm sixty-two. Sixty. So you're going to say sixty-six, and Ryan says sixty-seven. Uh huh. A lot of th- 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 she is 69. Dudes. Oh, oh man, I lost again. Too. So Ryan gets that two points for Rye. All right, th- now we now we split like off. Eight years ago. Now we're gonna veer off. We're gonna take a little right hand turn off of the Thursday birthdays, Shit. and we're going for birthdays that are actually on what that would be the third, it's two and the, so far. The f- mm-hmm. the sixth keeping track. Monday. This guy oh, planes. R- this guy right here. Amazing guy. You know why? Uh-oh. Top reasons why. He's never going to give you up. He's never going to make you cry. What's he's never going to say goodbye. And he's never going to desert you. Mm-hmm. Rick, baby. Rick Astley. Happy birthday goes out to Rick Astley. Never going to give you up. Never going to say goodbye. Oh, that can't. Those were out from the 60s. No, that was 80s. And hurt you. Never going to give you up. That was 80s? That was 80s, buddy. Rick Astley. Not Ashley, but Astley. Yeah, it don't matter. 75. 75. Oof. 80s. 80s. Yeah, 74. You both way the fuck off. He is 57 today, but dad gets the point. Okay, one. Here we go. Next birthday up for you. Okay. You're cruising down the road, and you see this guy stranded on the side. His van's broken down. You need to change the wheel. What do you do? Change the tire. Does this guy have a jack? Happy birthday goes out to Axel Rose, lead singer. Lead singer. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Won't you tell it? We're going to bring you down. 43. 43 Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses. Dad says 43. You know I'm 37, right? You know they were huge in the 80s, right? No. Okay, so dad says 43. Okay, let's say 53. You can't want to. All right, well, Can I'm I change go, it? I'm, I'm going to change si- it before he guesses. I'm going to go 58. Dad says 53. Ryan says 58. He is 61 today. You just can't be willy nilly and around. Dad said he was six years old. Dad said he was six years older than I am, and they were huge. In the Dad's 80s. like, I'm going to go 85. No, wait, hang on. I'm going to go 43. Hang on, wait, hang on. Right Split in the, the middle, difference. 75. Split the I don't know. The, I mean, I've heard him, but you know, I don't yeah, listen to him. All right, uh, next next guy. Uh, that couple died today. No, uh, he did not. He died about this eight guy months ago. has been reporting the news for a very long time. That couple has died today. Oh, he's kind of—he's an older guy. 
Um, Very old. Come over. Thanks for the news. I'm going to say he's Mr. 85. Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. Ryan says 85. Well, Ryan doesn't go Tom first. Brokaw. Tom Brokaw. He's still alive. What'd you say, 85? Ryan says 85. 84. Oh, almost that double bubble dad. He's 83 today. Happy birthday. Because he just retired five years ago, right? Five, seven years ago. Ah, something like that. Yay! Happy fucking birthday! There is no birthday party here. Well, there's no easy way to say it. It's been a long and arduous journey, but uh, we are finally nearing the end of the process from what we know, from what we, the intel that we, right, the intel. We, we yeah. get emails, intel. try to stay in the loop with the processes and, and things, uh, but the karaoke album, like we've been promising, <clears throat> I swear it is uh, coming close to a theater near you or a website near you or, or you know, wherever you get your music, uh, working on that. Uh, yep. To refresh your memory out there in listener land, it was uh, Crosley's karaoke bracket that we did back at Honeymooners Bar a, a little while ago. Um, well, they, <clears throat> they I say we, we've been basically funding the studio. We've been back end funding this. Crosley's just been using the money from our ads to do a studio recording of, of the uh, all the uh, contestants of the karaoke album, get them in the studio, actually get them their proper dues, their 15 minutes of fame, if you will, because we had a lot of fun doing that. And, um, it's still not out, and yeah. uh, I, yeah, I know yeah, yeah. a lot of progress has been made. The three of us have one track to do, uh, the track that we ended the entire show with. We we sang Man of Constant Sorrow from the uh, yes, uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou uh, movie, uh, but they said that they were just like we did the show. They would call us in to do that last, and we have just still been waiting and waiting and waiting on that call, Yeah, and no, no they progress. They say you can't rush genius, but, I mean, what are these but dudes what doing? What do we need to do? do we to have make, to, who do we have to send in there? I'm just saying, who do I got to... Who do I got to... Never mind. Well... Well, the, Easy. Yeah, to get a drink around here is what I was going to say. But uh, we're going to get Crosley here on the phone real quick because we want a little bit more information. And we figured uh, no time like the present. Get his ass on here real quick and see exactly where we yeah. are in the process of up. that karaoke album. So uh, we'll give him a call. Uh, here we go. Crosley, Crosley, hey, Crosley, hey, what's going on, Crosley, man? Crosley, how you doing? Crosley. Oh, we're doing all right. We're just hanging out at Honeymoon as per usual. A little Thursday action. Now, we start the show four hours later. Does that mean you guys are getting there four hours earlier, or how does that, or four hours later? I mean, it's 2.30. You're already yeah. at Crosley. Are you guys there? Well, I've always come here pretty much around 8 a.m. whenever Gilbert opens. I thought he only opened at 8 on the the... The Macy's Day Parade, right? I think it was just the, that. It was just the Super Bowl. Well, no. Show. Since then, it was a huge hit, and everybody was coming out. So we just he just decided he's just gonna start opening at 8 a.m. every day. So we've I've been here for God probably six hours myself. Uh, you know, I got here at 8:30. I'm it not. Sounds a, packed. For I try a, not to get here right at 8 a.m. That's just disrespectful, and that's just you're a total piece of shit if you show up at 8 a.m. So I get here about 8:30. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like good, that man. Makes sounds good. difference, Crosley, but okay, whatever. Well, good to good to hear from you, sir. Uh, wow, God, it sounds like it's packed in there. Uh, oh yeah, we got everybody here. It's 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 always a good crowd. It doesn't matter what time of day, what time of night, you're always gonna hear the exact same crowd. It's like a lunch crowd. 
it's weird that every yeah. time we call you, it, it's the exact same crowd. Yeah, no, it's just the way Honeymooners is. It's beautiful, baby. It's beautiful. Anyway, I suppose you guys are calling me about the uh, karaoke album. Yeah, yeah what's that's the exactly deal, why we're yeah, calling. Yeah, where are we at on Because we have we've heard that uh, you know a lot of headway has been made, but we also heard that we're coming in last to do our track, and we still haven't gotten any sort of. Me and Ryan need at least. Dad's retired, but me and Ryan need at least two weeks in advance before we fly out there and do that. It's at Memphis, right? Yeah, we're out here in Memphis. Yep. Uh, well, not currently. I'm back at Honeymooners, but we do it in shifts and we we fly back and forth, and it's a good thing. I will tell you right now that it's it's, it's coming along quite nicely. Uh, uh, everybody's been doing a really good job. We're down to just uh, a few tracks left that we kind of need. Uh, they were either done incorrectly or there was one time where I accidentally flipped the breaker off while I was out having a smoke. <laughs> and uh, so there's there's still a uh, little Kyle. He's got two more tracks. The thing with the kid is <laughs> there's labor laws and you can't you can't squeeze them too much. This is why it's important to have a twin brother or you know a twin sister like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. You can you can swap them in and out. For, for, for tapings of Full House if you need to. Unfortunately, Kyle's an only kid, and uh, so we can only use him so much before, you know, they're going to, you know, push the brakes on us. we like, hey, it's, it's abuse, of a swap. abuse of a child, basically. Yeah, abuse of a child, basically. That sounds that sounds familiar. So he has how many? He has, he's got two left. He's gonna, still got to do Mr. Candyman and Bare Necessities. So he's going to, we're going to fly him intermittently out. I'd say probably within the next two weeks. So have both those done. Well, you've been spending a lot of money on shots. Can't you just sign them? Like, can't you just sign them with well, money and then I, make I, it like I, a contract I, I, thing? It's kind of, it's kind of a... It's a hairy oh. deal. Uh, Larry could tell you more about that sort of thing. He's he's oh. the lawyer in this situation, but uh, you know we're going to get him done eventually. And then also, you know, we got Judge Winston, uh, Ronald Winston. He he still has a couple tracks to come in, and he's on. Well, he's a very busy man, and he's. I well, of course he's a busy man. He's, he's a litigations done. Uh, I'm sure he has all yeah. sorts of court cases. Yeah, he's like every time he's like, uh, you know, oh, he's I can't do it. I gotta get go 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 go. You know, he, he gets around when he can. Uh, it seems like I see him here quite a bit, but... Well, that's probably just Thursdays in general. I mean, he's probably off on Thursdays, so he probably comes over to the bar. Yeah, either way, uh, we're going to get him. He's got a couple tracks he's got to do still. And uh, we're, we're, we're going to get you guys uh, over here. Are you guys good with Southwest? Yeah, we're fine with Southwest, Dad. You're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I mean, we normally we fly like I mean, fun, we, fun we're not fancy, dude. We fly Allegiant, we fly Southwest, we fly JetBlue, whatever we can, whatever gets the fucking bills paid and gets us from point A to point B. We we're not tall people. We fly the bro- we fly out there on the way. You prefer what? Group A boarding, if that's any. Oh, I mean, I, if we can, I can definitely get you okay. group A boarding. All right. yeah, that's all. That's all. Platinum class. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm gonna go to the bathroom here. If you guys don't want to follow me a little bit. Yeah, it sounds good, man. We'll follow you a little bit. Yeah, so, so basically, we're getting to the point where, as long as we can get, uh, you know, uh, Judge Winston out here, and uh, we get uh, little Kyle, everything is going to be pretty, pretty all right from then on. And um, I, I promise you guys, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have a great karaoke album. I'm personally very excited about it. I'm Ryan's, very excited Ryan, too, yeah. I want to fly out to Memphis. Tell a Dad lot and of people I, about it, Mr. Crosley. Dad and I have dreamed many moons about flying in uh, to Memphis into a studio of all all places and recording something. And the fact that we're going to get to do Man of Constant Sorrow in a studio in Memphis is just, you know. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm real happy for you guys there. You know, it's good. Where I, are you? 
Well, no, so I, I know where the uh, private bathroom is back here. This is in, uh, in the uh, back okay. of the bar. George has do. an office. And then in the back of the office, there's a private bathroom here. And uh, so I, I'm just in here. Uh, I'm about to head right in. And, uh, yeah, we'll continue the conversation. We, we can let you... We, no, yeah, we, we, we yeah, let we you go. Absolutely, let you no, like, no, take I'm care good, of business. Whatever you need to do, I completely understand. Yeah, that. we can talk to you in a little while. That was aggressive. Do you hear that? What was that the door slamming? Yeah, Jesus, that was loud, wasn't it? So we're okay. We're I, I try to escape the noise, and I just bring more noise in here. Well, anyway, so I got my own little private bathroom here, so we can we can chat a little more. Uh, I promise you, Winston is on the line. Uh, he's going to come through. Uh, we're going to get uh, little Kyle in here, you know, per the labor laws. And then we'll have you guys. Uh, I'll get I'll get with Tina, and she'll send you out uh, the full schedule as soon as we have the flight itinerary and all that. All right, that sounds, well, that's that great. sounds I really mean, good, I'm man. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Anything that we can do to help to try to get this thing up, and, and yeah, let no, us know. It's all under control, boys. No need to worry. Um, I appreciate you guys calling in and checking in, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and head it back out to the bar if you guys don't mind. Yeah, that's all we really, I think that's pretty much all we needed from you guys. All right, good deal. All right. All right. We'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, talk to you. Shit, fuck. Fuck. Something wrong there, dude? Yeah, I don't want to hang up before. Locking. Fuck, this lock's not. Shit. <laughs> Wait, are you locked in right now, Mr. Crosley? Are you locked in there right now? I don't fucking know. The thing's not open. It sounds like it's locked to me. I, I, I just came in here and closed the door like normal, and it's not fucking opening. Well, hey, man, do you want us to... Do you want, you us, want to, us to call somebody or, like, maybe no, put you on... No, I'm going to try... Dude, Hello? you don't want to break it. Like, you really don't want to try to bust it. But, I mean, do yeah, you want us to call it, somebody? Yeah, we like, we can definitely call somebody. No, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. Just don't worry about me, guys. You got to get back with the show, okay? <laughs> uh, I'll be fine. All right. Well, that was Crosley. Uh, turns out it looks like he's in a little bit of trouble. Okay. But I'm sure he, he's a resourceful man. And he does, uh, you know, all sorts of handyman fixes on the apartments and, and stuff that he owns. We're definitely going to have to stay on the so line, I'm though, sure. and make sure he gets out. Well, we should probably check on him uh, in a little bit just to make sure. And then who wouldn't want to pass the phone around honeymooners a little bit? So we'll check on Crosley here in a bit. Make sure you got out of that jam, guys. But it is time for a little bit of a commercial break, so don't go anywhere. We love you. It's episode 80 of They Call Us The Breeze. Guys, what do you say? Hey, see you soon. Louie just came out. Louie. Louie. We'll see you in a minute. Bye-bye. Pull a lid off the joint. Yeah. Skid's rock. Yeah. (laughs) Now we're talking. All right. Uh, hey guys, welcome back once good again. Group. Welcome, again. Welcome. It's a good group. It's a good group. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome back once again to um, They Call Us the Breeze. It's Bravo, Wilmy, Echo Sierra. Has anybody seen Kermit in a while? Kermit? Uh, yeah. Well, you had the little cute the little, little frog. Well, well, you had the cute little press hat that Kermit Mike, used to wear. Uh, so you're, you're the we'll Kermit. We'll take one of the question. Group. Yeah, we'll take later. One, yeah. We'll, later. one question later for the end of the podcast. But guys, this is They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo, Romeo, Echo Sierra live from the Tiger Cage. Rawr, baby. Yeah, uh, episode 80, and uh, we're having a lot of fun out here. Um, we have done Celebrity Birthdays. Uh, Ryan kind of won that one. We talked about Brady's retirement. Sad, uh, We talked sad about my, my, my incredible accuracy and the piracy 
copyright struggles we had to deal with to get the last episode up. Mm. So you miss a lot of show if you weren't. And also, we talked to Crosley about the uh, karaoke thing. Hopefully, he's, he's hopefully he's doing okay right now. I'm sure he's he's a resourceful. <laughs> yeah. He's resourceful, and he has lots of contacts. So and he's got a cell phone on him. So although, uh, have you ever been locked in a bathroom like or in a spot that you never thought you'd be able to get out of? I mean, kind of get scary. We, we heard the story recently about Dad getting locked into the girls' bathroom at his work. So I, I have told my story about getting locked into the jail cell bathroom uh, where you have to push a green button and it's supposed to sound an alarm and then they come and let you out, but it didn't work and I was trapped in there for like 45 minutes. Ryan, well, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a, yeah, it, but I mean, it takes some time. I mean, it, it, it's it will, kind of scary. It, I would think, you know, I think he's a little more resourceful <laughs> than we're giving him credit. I'm yeah. sure. Maybe uh, he just has to yell really yeah, loud. Exactly. But. Well, guys, this is uh they call us. We wanted to talk to you last week. We were talking about Netflix, and we got way too far into the '90s show to mention something else that Ryan and I watched on Netflix. Now, spoiler alert: going to be some spoilers here, but. It's a good documentary that Netflix released this year. Uh, it's four episodes long, about an hour an episode, I think. Mm. Now, back in 1996, I remember this as 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 me best too. as I can, and I mean, and you and I, I'm I'm about 11, 10 or 11 when this happened. You're about you know five or six. Pepsi came out with that catalog, and it was all about Pepsi points, baby. Everybody was clipping Pepsi points off of Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper. Everybody was clipping all these points, doing everything they could to get their points together because this catalog just like came out, and it had cool shit like jean jackets and... Uh, tennis balls. A lot balls, of beachwear. A lot of, I don't lot of, remember that. A lot of beach stuff. You it don't had, remember like, it. Beach, okay. okay, so... My point exactly. I've been asking people. I've been bringing this up Wait, for six years. Are people doing like the uh, what's it called the um, the what's it called the theory that people remember shit like wrong? Where you just put it out there. What's the thing uh, where they remember? We talked it wrong? about it like thirty yeah. episodes ago or something. Uh, where but, it's like the the th- the way you remember things, and I was like, I swear to God, there was this whole summer of Pepsi where Pepsi just like we stopped buying Coke. And we were buying Pepsi because we needed to get our hands on these precious Pepsi points to buy things like sunglasses, cheap shit that was made in China. Let's be let's be real, dude. But I started bringing this up four years ago to people. And like people were like, I don't remember. I'm like, it. I'm like, do you guys remember Pepsi points? I was like, like at Noble, I'm like, dude, Pepsi points. They're like, I have no idea. And I go, you can absolutely uh, send in some things. Could. You could get like Is back that in how the day. We frisbees, go kart. That's exactly how we bought that go. So that's a great, great that's a great segue point. into what's going on. So and we did in the not documentary, buy a in the documentary, they talk about this big case that happened in 1999, about three years after the promotion first started. I'm sure the promotion was well over with at this point. This guy, John Leonard, decided to try to, and he knew what he was doing. But the point, like I said, spoiler alert, but but I'm not going to give you everything. Oh, this documentary goes over four hours of this case where this guy, just like you and I, a regular guy, he saw an opportunity to try to get a very big prize out of Pepsi for a very minimal amount of money. In the commercial for Pepsi stuff, it had like all the girls walking around high school. They were all wearing the Pepsi jean jackets. They were wearing the sunglasses. They were wearing the hats. All the kids. It just looked like the really cool thing. And in the commercial, it flashes different items. It had like the jacket. And then it would say Pepsi points, 1,500 Pepsi points or whatever it was, 150 Pepsi points. Uh, Baseball cap, 85 Pepsi points. And then at the very end of the commercial, 
the the main kid in the commercial lands in the courtyard of the school with a Harrier jet, and it says Harrier jet, seven million Pepsi points. There is absolutely no disclaimer at the bottom of the screen saying it's fictitious, saying that, that it's, it's just a bullshit just thing. A- so this asshole, John mm-hmm. Leonard, decides he's like, all right, and he. In the interview, like uh, you have to watch the documentary on Netflix, four parts. It's called Pepsi. Where's my jet? So he's like, I didn't have a whole lot going for me. I was like a college student, didn't really have anything to my name. And I saw this opportunity. I was like, huh, that seems fun. I wonder how long it would take or how, how much effort it would take to get 7 million Pepsi points. Now, the breakdown was this. Uh, a single can of Pepsi. Or, or a single bottle, a 12 ounce, or you know, nowadays they're like 16 ounces when you buy like a bottle of Pepsi. But a single serving of Pepsi would get you one point. A two liter would get you two points. Uh, a 12 pack would get you 10. And then a 24 pack of case would get you 20. You probably put an online thing to get everybody to donate their this points. Is, dude, this is 1997, nope. 98, man. man. I mean, AOL was just coming out. But anyway, oh. he had a couple friends and one specific friend he had was a, a, a man that was probably about 15, 20 years his senior, who was an investor. He had several businesses, but he was a free-spirited type guy. Kind of, you could tell he smokes a lot of pot. Really cool guy, kind of a barefoot, cargo shorts, Hawaiian shirt, probably listens to a lot of Jimmy Buffett. If you watch the documentary, you'll yeah. know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. It's called Pepsi, Where's My Jet? Uh, guy seems like a really cool dude. And he kind of started <clears throat> mentoring John a little bit on how to, and the mom even said, she's like, yeah, he just kind of took over parenting responsibilities around age 17, 18 for John. He was always hanging out with this guy. Guy was teaching him life lessons, teaching about business. He asked, he asked this guy, he goes, okay, so I have this. And the guy's like, bring the tape over, bring the commercial over. So he brings the commercial over and they watch it over and over and over again. Looking for disclaimers. Looking for disclaimers. And and he goes, he goes, I want to try to do this. He's like, but, I have a, he's like, all right, write up a business plan. So the dude comes out with this crazy ass business. Now, first thing he does is call and see how much average without, without ammunition equipment, because you can't legally own a Harrier jet unless it's fully unarmed and it's just the plane itself. And it was going for about, and he was like calling the Pentagon and shit to try to find out these answers, oh, pretending yeah. he was like on a school report just to see if he could figure out if he could legally own one. And they're like, it's about $30, $32 million for a They say if jet. there's not a certain uh, device on one of the planes, then it deems it like not a uh, military. So you can absolutely yeah. commercially if own you, it. If you strip it like in the right way. So they, they, they estimated that to be about 30 to $32 <laughs> million dollars to, to, to buy one of those jets, the Harrier jet. So 7 million points, you got to figure times a can of Pepsi. Uh, you're kind of winning on that deal. Even if you're oh, paying, I would think so. Even if you're paying $14 million to make it happen. You're paying $32 million for exactly. how many All cans you, but, of Pepsi? Yeah. So he gets with this investor and he comes up with this and huge. And if this even goes back five or 10 years, when's this supposed to happen? He comes the up 90s. with this huge yeah, elaborate so plan. It, it's not near as expensive as today. He comes up with this huge elaborate plan to his investor where he's going to rent out warehouses because you got to store the product drivers Mm -hmm. to go pick up the product uh about several dozen people to clip all the coupons from everything and and organize them he's going (laughs) to hire like this whole organization operation for 4.3 million dollars is what he projects the cost is going to be 
But now so, the, here's the thing is he's up against the clock and they don't really know when the promotion's going to run out. So the investor's weary and he's like, or leery, I should say. And he's like, I don't, I don't, I don't see how this is a feasible idea, but I'm willing to back you. If this is what you want to do, like I'm willing to back you. And it's like basically a $4.3 million plan to acquire to get, a profit of 30, 32 million dollars. Who are you gonna sell the plane to though? You that, can't fly it. Yeah, yeah, he, so they start talking about like, well, what can we do with the plane? Uh, maybe yeah, air exactly. shows, maybe air shows, maybe- uh, We can uh, lease it out. He, yeah. go, he goes, He goes. how about how about like uh, private flyovers where you can have people, and he goes, these are one seater fighter jets, man. And he goes, okay, never mind. Forget about the like private tours in the jet. We can't pack other passengers in here. Okay, so they start. It just starts to become this obsession of this guy's, and and uh, it's it's a really good documentary. And so basically, four point three million was what it was going to take. The way he <clears throat> drew it up in his mind to, to, to get it. this Sounds operation to get this many. Well, spoiler alert: he he finds the actual catalog. I used to have one. Oh in yeah, my bedroom. this is where it gets very now, interesting. The, he finds the actual catalog that has all the different stuff. Oh, don't all the, tell me all the merchandise. It has all the merchandise in there. And then the very last page, it has the order form where you can check off which box of which item you want. And then there's no Harrier jet, of course. So he hand writes Harrier jet in there. And then the disclaimer at the bottom of the catalog, he was already giving up on this dream. He decided to reinvigorate the dream when he found the catalog and read this fine print. It says, with at least 15 Pepsi points, you can spend $1 and get 10 Pepsi points to go towards whatever you want. And then, so seven million is about seven hundred thousand dollars. And if you paid cash, like remember Chuck E. Cheese, if you couldn't get the prize, you could kind of pay a little extra money. Yeah. So it's basically saying we're going to go ahead and give you fifteen points per dollar. Ten points mm-hmm. per 20, dollar. Uh, yeah. So seven hundred thousand dollars gets you seven million Pepsi points. So he, his Instantly investor raised. was his investor was immediately very happy because. The four point three million dollar business plan to get these Pepsi points just became seven hundred thousand just to write a check and call it what it was. That's a no brainer. So he sends in the fucking check. He sends in a handwritten note. I want the Harrier jet, seven hundred or seven million points. Here it is, and uh, had the original fifteen Pepsi points you also needed. An actual check for seven hundred. An actual check, yeah. That they sent. They received it. They sent the check back. Voided. They said, ha ha, very funny. No way anyone would ever do this. So so they open up a big ass lawsuit over the whole thing. And this lawsuit happens in 1999. So three years after. So he's been going back and forth and getting the brush off by them for, for long enough. And he's over it. So like I said, I mean, everything I've mentioned so far is basically completely true. Uh, you can go watch the documentary if, if needed. But so he gets back the check. So the jury went ahead and said Pepsi wins in this case and they declined uh, you know his awarding because they say uh, advertisements were not contracts or offers to sell but they were rather in invitations to ne- negotiate which I don't know what that means invitations to negotiate it means we're just this motherfucker just came in with a lawyer you don't need to take the product a check or for not. Se- that's a that's a I that, guess it, I don't know. That's negotiating in my eyes. I think if that that I, kid got screwed, man. I'm saying uh, in in the documentary, there's a Harrier jet behind him in most of the shots. So I don't know if he owns that or he just went to a hangar and he's sitting in front of a Harrier jet. Uh, but either way, there's one there. So I don't know. We'll have to look into don't that. Don't they have a green screen on? 
Uh, they probably knew. Uh, but yeah, and then they also said, uh, the court said, offers made in jest were not contracts where a reasonable person <clears throat> could see that no serious offer was intended. A reasonable person could see that no serious offer was intended well, no. by the jet. You're not going to buy them. And then the the winning the winning statement was uh, the alleged contract was also void because it was for goods in excess of $500 and not in writing, which is required by the New York statute of uh, fraud. Yeah. I mean, if you were to so. absolutely rule on his behalf, that would have changed but the dude marketing tried. and advertising. People would People be like, okay, start trying to get away ad, with all sorts pull of shit. Ad, yeah. pull this ad, like we got to go through these hoops. What the hell? Like we take the creativity out of it. Totally. Yeah. Just take the creativity. They're like, way we're out of we're it. booming right now. It's the nineties. We got Bush in here. Yeah. So I recommend that was that was the second part of the Netflix yeah. thing that Ryan and I wanted to get to, but we just weren't able to last week. So go out and watch it. It's called Pepsi. Where's my jet? Yeah. Bro. Yeah. It should uh, say bro. Uh, you know what? They should also took say the offer. bro. They I mean they had offers, right? No, they, the, gave, they, they gave they gave an offer of like really uh, good offers and they're like, Nope. They gave him an offer of like five hundred thousand dollars at first and he's like, No. Like no, I want my thirty. I want my thirty-two million dollar Harriet jet. Yeah, and it's 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 it's. You know the one that takes off in my yard or my the one that can literally just vertically slowly you know, they can lift fly off. To work. Yeah, that, yeah. You know the council. They're like, how's the how's the case, honey? Well, wait. This wait kid. Did you just say um um? Did you just say the council? What up, council? I am JT Park. Guys, this is they call us the breeze. We're gonna take a quick little commercial break. Can we'll you be imagine right back. your wife seeing you come home with that thing? Honey, I said you could go down to the five and below and get a small drone. What are you doing with that in the yard? It's true. But we're going to get one anyway. Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Bye. Well, hey guys, welcome back to They Call Us the Breeze. That's Bravo Romeo Echo Sierra live from the Tiger Cave. Wow. Episode eighty, guys, hanging out here, getting uh, getting ready to get out of here for the day. Uh, no hockey to watch tonight. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, no officially hockey. on the break. No hockey, no football. They had a game last night no, there. Nothing. The the Leafs and the Bruins, and the Bruins beat the Leafs five to two. Thankfully, uh, got to take the Leafs down a peg or two. They're a little ahead of us, and I don't like that at all. So. Uh, yeah, uh, hanging out. Uh, no sports to watch. No nothing really. So uh, we'll see what what the, what we get into. After Maybe this. watch some PBA highlights. I I, I wish Holy <laughs> Moly was still around. Jesus I do Christ, too. guys! Before we get out of here tonight, one thing I just have to say: uh, if the show starts sucking really bad around May twelfth and the month or two after that, I can only say one thing for myself. And Ryan, you might need to start taking over some responsibilities of running the show because. My favorite, my second favorite video game franchise of all time is coming out with another new classic. I'm sure it's going to be an instant classic. The Legend of Zelda, after the release of Breath of the Wild, which I literally went and Tears got Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. It has been announced officially. It will be May 12th when the sequel to Breath of the Wild, the game that I spent Three months completing and almost ruined my marriage 
uh, over, and hey. it's an amazing video game, and they're coming out with a sequel, and it's coming out May 12th, and I'm probably not going to be very attentive for the show for at least a month, so Ryan's going to have to do it. I have to get on this. I'm going to get a new eye check. I haven't got an eye check since 2017 when the first one came out. I wanted to make sure I could see the graphics as good as possible, so I went to the, the eyeglass store, Glasses World, or wherever the fuck you call it, $99 special for the exam. Yeah, lens 99 yeah, something like that. 99 for the exam. 99 for two pairs of glasses. So I went in there, did that whole thing. Pacific Sunwear. And literally, it's time to get the eyes checked again because a new Zelda is coming out. So I just oh, want to do a Oh, are you really going to do that? Are you going to get your eyes? Are well, you it's for been real six going years. in to get an eyes update before you get the Zelda release? That's what I did last time. God, you are literally, such a nerd. Literally, I swear to God. You I are such a nerd. My, my glasses broke, and I went without glasses for like eight months. And then I, I knew that <laughs> March of 2017, they were releasing Breath of the Wild. And they were also releasing the Nintendo Switch in general. So I was like, I need my eyes to be tip-top shape for this. So I literally went in, got an eye exam, got a pair of glasses, two pairs of glasses. It's been six years since that's happened. So now, like when you we see have the like, new release. Like it's time to go back in. You're on social media and you see like the, the ad for Zelda and you see the comment and it's like, man love this can't wait i need a new eye exam you're like who is this freak like why why does he need an time eye exam every my, time is it you know my annual so zelda true, eye exam no oh, i okay. love it and it's okay. gonna be such a great game well my Rock. podcasts are ryan. basically just gonna be a tape recorder of me writing stuff down well ryan very naivete naivete naive don't even go naivety. there don't go there Na- right now naively ryan a very that's naive. a brand new word right there ryan naivety ryan very without <laughs> Uh, we're still on, Dad. Uh, Ryan very naively says, um, okay, so uh, we'll just take a weekend off. We'll get the game, and I'll come over, and we'll beat it. Dude, to beat, beat, beat Breath of the Wild, it takes, I mean, and you're playing. 72 I, hours? I, I, would, I, mean, play, play I would play. What kind I would of play, game is it like? I would play eight to ten hours on a day off, and then I would play probably three to four hours before and after work. Is it like a war game? It's a it's a your your link from the Legend of Zelda series and you're running around an open world climbing mountains doing all sorts of things collecting things killing monsters doing all sorts of side quests where someone Kinda like asks the you, old board um, game of uh, conquering the world or risk. something you're talking yeah, about yeah I risk. guess right yeah but this is a video game so yeah but, but it's gonna be you're intense. trying to conquer the world yeah, yeah. two hand touch yep so. two hand two touch. touch flag football yep no pushing the no guy. prison rules. No prison, no prison rules. rules and no no pushing the guy of the hair of no the face touching. at all. No, no touching. touching, or that is a fifteen-yard penalty and a first down. No touching, just like the refs won all the games last Sunday. Anyway, guys, this mm. is they call us the breeze episode eighty. Oh, I heard We've that. had a shit ton of fun. I hope you guys have had as much fun as we have. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe to Tiger Cage Media. Wow. And uh, for every one of you, or actually, as Dad said, for every one hundred thousand, one thousand of you. Oh, for every 1,000 of you out there listening, there's 100,000 that aren't listening. So tell all of your thousands of friends, guys. And uh, we love you so much. We'll see you next week, guys. Dad is not going to be here, uh, but Ryan and I are going to be here live hosting. And we're going to do a little bit of a best of, but but we're also going to be here. So it's still going to be new content. So make sure you're out here listening. So uh, Is Dan Dan coming over and filling in? No, Uh, no, we're going to put together uh, the best of all of our friends calling in. And uh, uh, people are going to get a nice uh, focus on that. So... uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you. See you next Bye. week. Ciao. In two weeks. <laughs>